knowing who we are in Christ is foundational to chasing our dreams and walking in our callings and living in freedom. Hey friends, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. If this is your first time, then welcome. I am so glad that you are here. I want to offer you a little bit of scriptural truth and help you walk in God's grace today. I'm Misty Phillip, a dreamer and a doer who believes that we are all created on purpose, with purpose, so that we can live an intentional life, loving and serving our friend Jesus. I'm the founder of Spark Media, where I serve faith-based podcasters to share biblical truth through online training, mastermind meetups, virtual and live events. I'm also the author of The Struggle is Real, But so is God Bible study, and I am so glad that you are here with me today. Last week, I mentioned leaving me a review over on Podchaser. Thank you so much to those of you who left a review. To everyone else, what I forgot to mention is that when you leave a review over on Podchaser, you are also feeding the hungry. Right now, Podchaser is hosting reviews for good. Every review and reply on Podchaser sends 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. Every time you leave a review for a podcast or an individual episode, Podchaser will donate 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. How cool is that? So after you finish listening to this episode, head over to podchaser.com. Search for the By His Grace podcast and leave me a review there. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about our identity in Christ. Many of us search for meaning beyond ourselves. We all have a God-sized hole in our heart that we long to fill. Oftentimes, we look to external things like our occupation or career, our status, the things that we have, or the things that we do. This causes us to strive and stress instead of walking in the wholeness and freedom Christ came to give us. I love this verse in Ephesians 2.10, which says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are all God's children made in his image, created to bring glory to God and to partner with him to love and serve his people. From the foundation of the universe, God has appointed us and prepared each of us for specific works. I, we don't earn our salvation. That is a free gift from God. But out of that salvation, we live to love and to serve him. My guest today, Emily Lex, understands that God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. When we live open-handedly before him, Emily is an artist and an author of Freely and Lightly, God's Gracious Invitation to a Life of Quiet Confidence. And couldn't we all use more quiet confidence? So friends, please welcome Emily Lex to By His Grace. Emily, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so glad that you are here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so I we're going to just jump right into things. I have got to know how your passion and your purpose have collided um, for you to follow your dreams. It, I mean, such a good question. I think that's like what we all want so much is for those things to come together. 
Um, I think it happens really in seasons of life. And so I am a mom. And so for so much of my life, what I really wanted was to be a mom. And so I do feel like there's so much passion in that and there's so much purpose in it. But I think where maybe it gets a little tricky is when we start to put that as our identity, when we have some of those passions or purposes as our identity, instead of just recognizing like, what am I doing to just be obedient with who God is and who God made me to be? And then how do I just live that out seasonally? I think, I think what we want is for there to be like one thing that we're made for and then just go and do it. And I just don't, I don't know if that's really how it is. I think it's just really being obedient to like the season that you're in, the place that you're in, the people that you're with, and just listening to the direction of God and doing the next thing that's in front of you. I don't know. Is that a very good answer? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's it. That is... No, that is a great answer. And anybody who's been around here for a while or who has listened to me talk knows one of the the questions that I encourage them to go to God with was where does your gifting and your calling line up in this season? Because I believe that that God has different purposes for us at different times. And you're right. I've, I've been in that season of motherhood. I homeschooled my boys and I really got lost in homeschooling. And, um, and then I realized I'm going to be in trouble if I don't find some <laughs> something else to do with my time um, because uh, and, and something purposeful for the Lord because um, and and grounding myself in in that so that's wonderful yeah and then allowing for it to change because sometimes it just will and not being so attached to like this is the one thing that I'm made for just because I just don't think that's where our satisfaction is found. And so we can have like momentary satisfaction, but ultimately we just have to be so fluid with allowing God to move us into different places and being okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. So you are an artist. How has art helped you to see beauty in all of God's creation? Um, so I've always been really creative and it's always kind of shown up in different places for about 10 years. I was a lifestyle blogger and I did a lot of home decorating stuff. I love style. I love putting things together that are really pretty. Um, and then in the last, in 2019, I think I was just like, God, what do you want from me? And I heard him say to me, be an artist. And what instantly came to mind, is like watercolor. I love watercolor. I've always done it, but I just wasn't really practicing it very much. So in 2019, I started to do one watercolor a day for the entire year. So I did 365 little watercolor paintings. And I learned so much about what it means to be an artist in that year. Some of it is just in creating art. I think that that is really important. And for me, I want to create something that's really pretty. That's just how he made me to be. But I think more than that, what I learned about being an artist is that it's, it's paying attention and seeing, because I think the job of an artist, and I think actually all of us are artists, but um, the job of an artist is to look into the world and find God's beauty and then capture it somehow and then share it. And so for me, the way I do that right now is through watercolor. I have like arthritis in my wrist. And so at some point I'm like, I'm going to be an old woman and I'm not going to be able to paint anymore. And so I know that I will still be an artist. It just, I will see beauty. I will capture it and I will share it and it will be in a different way. Um, But right now the season that I'm in is in watercolor paintings and I love it so much. Um, And I'm just like, God is just using it to 
do what he wants to do with it. And, and I'm very open-handed about it. So I love that. I love that. So how has, um, your, your gift of being an artist, how has that, um, impacted your walk with the Lord? Hmm. Um, part of it just feels like I'm being me. It just feels like I feel, um, I've gone on a really long process of understanding identity and breaking off identities that I've carried that are not actually my true identity. And so now to just be in a place where it feels like, um, that I have this kind of quiet confidence inside of me that the Lord's put there, that now I get to just use my gifts to, to like, it just, feels right to just like do the things that you were made to do and not ask them to define me, but just to create beauty just because it's beautiful. And because that is a way to worship God. So it really just feels like this. Um, it's just the, one of the ways that I express worship for God, really. <laughs> it's super freeing um, to not ask it to define me, but just to be able to do it. Yeah. So what does a life lived like that? What does that look like? I am still trying to figure it out. <laughs> just um, a daily awareness of God's presence, a daily recognition that I am I'm worthy and valuable and loved just because of who Jesus is. And then my job is to use um, use that grace and love that is already inside of me to go send that out to my family or to friends or to Instagram or whatever it is. But my job is just to share that. And for so many years, what I did was I looked externally for that to tell me who I am. Mm. And so this big switch has been knowing who I am first because of who Jesus is, and then being able to go into the world instead of the opposite. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's such a good word for so many young women today, because I think a lot of people, um, you know, we all have that God-shaped hole in, in us, but, and if we look to fill that with other things, um, that is, we're going to come up empty, but we can, we can serve in such a beautiful way when we're showing up in the world, in the fullness of, um, knowing who we are as his children and knowing how loved we are. Um, so I think that's beautiful. What would you give, what advice would you give to a young woman, maybe a few steps behind you who is struggling, uh, to figure out their identity, who's struggling with fear? I mean, first of all, I just want to hug you and just say like, you are so not alone and this is so normal. And I mean, and I just don't even think it has to do with age. I'm 42 and it's taken me, this has been about a five or six year journey for me. And I think there is something to like, um, middle, middle age. Is that where I'm at? <laughs> where I think this is like a normal struggle that kind of happens right now, but I'm thinking so much about my daughter who's 11 and, and trying to think through how can I help her overcome some of these fears and understand who she is at an earlier age than me, because I would love for her to be able to go into the world and have less insecurities than me or less anxieties. Um, so a huge part of that really is just who is God? Who, what is his character? Is he good? And learning to trust in that. And it's just, um, I think one of the things that I've said before is that I was saved. Like I I've been a Christian all my life. And so I've believed in Jesus and I've really gone after him and followed him for all my life, but I wasn't free. 
So I was saved, but not free. And I think that there's like that distinction and this kind of rollover that happens that I would just love to see more of us men and women, our three boys too. And like, this is something I really think about for them. I want them to be free from the inside. I want them to understand that who God is, is so good and who he's made us is so good. Um, And so we don't have to be working to prove our value and our worth. Um, And I think so many fears are based on that. I think the, the fears that we run around with in life, at least for me, I guess I should just speak for myself is, am I enough? Am I, am I okay? And so I go around, I'm looking to the world to tell me that I'm okay. And all my fears are based on that of whether or not I'm okay. But if we can trust that who God is, is good. And who he tells us is that when he looks at us, he sees Jesus who's perfect. And so it doesn't mean that I'm perfect, but I have Jesus covering me. Um, I just don't think that we need to go around with those fears because they're not, it's like they're just gone because that's not anymore. We're not looking for the world to tell us who we are. We're not looking for satisfaction in things that aren't going to satisfy. We're not asking things to tell us who we are. Um, and we don't have, so we don't have to live fearful that, that maybe we're not going to be enough. It's like, he's already taken care of it. <laughs> so I, I sound like I know what I'm talking about and that I'm fully there. And I am not, I know that this is a long journey. I just am so thankful for the ways that he's grown me right now. And I know like that transformation will just continue. I just think that's what the Christian faith is all about is allowing him to continually transform us. That's right. The sanctification is real. And you know what? We're not enough, um, which is why we need Jesus. And so, so grateful for uh, what you said about his covering over us. That's a beautiful phrasing there because you're right. I mean, we mess up all the time. Um, we just, we live in a fallen world, but uh, Jesus is the, the perfect sacrificial lamb that his blood covers us. And so when God looks at us, he, he, he loves loves us and he sees that we're his child and he sees his son, um, which is just, it's, it's even kind of hard for us to understand, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So what changed in your own life? Um, when you, your perspective shifted, um, and I know it's an ongoing thing, but how did you move from anxiety to peace? How did you move from, from fear to faith? I think it is a really slow and um, it takes a lot of paying attention. I think that there is, um, I've done a lot of, not a lot, but a little bit of um, reading and understanding about what spiritual formation looks like. And there really is kind of a pattern that happens. And for me in my life, a huge part of it was, first of all, just an awareness of like, oh my gosh, the way that I'm doing this right now is not working. My soul is exhausted. And so first of all, it's that kind of recognition and that raising your hand and being like, oh, yes, I am tired and I'm weary and I don't know what to do about it. So I think that's the first step. And then I think it becomes, there's a lot of letting go of opening up your hands. So I always kind of like have a posture of, um, when I started this journey, my hands were really clenched. And then it's a So if my hands are clenched, outstretched in front of me and my thumbs are kind of up, I think the first step is like, oh, sorry, other way, my hand, my thumbs are down. So the first step I think is just turning your hands over. And then the next step is opening your hands and letting go of so many things that I was using to really try to find my value. And then I think God is so gracious to 
put things back into my hands so that now I can receive the good things. And now my hands remain open and now I can just share those things. So I don't know if that translates over podcasts, but I want to show my hands everyone. But I do think that that is kind of what spiritual formation looks like to me and the process of acknowledge that there's a problem, let go of the things and really pay attention to what are the things that are keeping you bound and keeping you really looking for your identity in places that that it just isn't satisfying. And then um, learning to trust who God is and, and accepting the good gifts that he has for you so that you can give those to the world. Yeah, that's so good. Are there any particular books or resources that you read on spiritual formation that kind of helped you come to this conclusion? Yeah. Um, do you know Pastor John Mark Comer? He pastors a church in Portland. It's called Bridgetown Church. He has done so many um, sermon series, and then he's written a handful of books, and they're not specifically about spiritual formation, but I feel like he has been such a good teacher for me um, to, to understand what does it mean to practice following Jesus? What does that look like? And um, and he, I'm sure he does have like a sermon series on spiritual formation. Um, I just highly recommend it. And then Emily P. Freeman, I feel like is so good at this, at uh, really paying attention. So she has a podcast and she also has a book. Um, and so she's been a really wise teacher for me as well. Yeah, me too. That's, that's when I, st- before I started my podcast, her, her podcast was really the only one I listened to. Um, and then I started listening to, you know, the people who were mentoring her and I just love the way that she did her podcast. It just was in my life at the time was kind of hectic and chaotic. And she just has a lovely voice that she just brings this, this softness into the world. And I would go to football practice with my youngest son. And I would be, you know, while all the other moms are hanging out talking, I would just put my earbuds in and I would walk around that track. And then Emily would just speak to me about the the issues of life. And I would just feel so much better by the end of football practice. It was amazing. (laughs) I think because I'm loud and kind of out there and live in a house full of boys and it's crazy and it's loud. And so like she helped bring me a lot of peace, you know, when she calls Jesus her friend. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) Well, and I think what she's so good at doing is helping you stop for a minute and pay attention. I just think she's so gifted in it. And so I listen to most podcasts on one and a half speed just because I do. But for hers, I never do because I just want to hear her calm, peace voice. So I'm with you. She is very peaceful. Yeah. And I even started following um, James Brian Smith and started listening to his podcast after I was listening to her. So that's, that's a fun, fun journey there. Um, So you talk about living. um, No, we're not going to do that. We're going to cut that. So let's pause. What are some of your favorite scriptures to turn to in times of anxiety or when your mind is reeling? Um, what what brings you back? Oh, man. Um, there's a few. I The one that just pops up to my head, which is, it's such a like common verse, but it's be still and know that I am God. And I think um, sometimes the way that I have read that is like, um, God is like this nice father who's just patting on your head. Like, it's okay. Just be still. I've got you. And I kind of don't think that that's what he really means in it. I just think that he's so much more of a, like, 
um, or, or maybe how I need to hear is like, chill out, Emily. It is not up to you. I have got this. I am in control. You are not in control. Chill out. And so I want to read it as like, oh, my gentle daughter. But I just don't, I think he's more like, dude, you are just trying to do things that are not yours to do. Chill out. <laughs> so that's how I read that one. <laughs> that's his voice to me. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. So um, you have a new project that you're working on. I'd love to hear more about that. With my book, Freely and Lightly. <laughs> so um, I wrote a book. I have, like I said, I've been a blogger for about 10 years. And so I, I didn't necessarily know I was going to be a book writer. But um, I closed down the blog. This is part of kind of my spiritual formation. I closed down the blog. And then God presented these opportunities and just told me it was time to write this story. And so that is what this book, Freely and Lightly, is. It's really the story of how he invited me into this life of not looking for my identity in other places and how he offers that to everyone. And so it's just this general, generous invitation. Um, it's This book is an interesting project because it's part memoir for sure. It's a lot of my story, but I also put a lot of artwork in it. And so it's kind of a coffee table book at the same time. So I'm calling it an illustrated memoir. That sounds kind of fancy. Um, but really it is just, it, it bases, um, off of the scripture in Matthew, the, the traditional version is when he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And what I went off of was the message version of that, where, um, where Jesus asked, like, are you tired? Are you burnt out? And at a time in my life where I was like, yes, absolutely. I am burnt out. I am so tired. And at the end of that scripture, he says, keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And it just was this promise that I held on to like, okay, he says that if you are tired, you can come to him. And he has these kind of steps that you can go through. It's not really that formulaic, but he, you know, he will take you through this process to where you can learn to live freely and lightly. And so it's just this promise that I hold on to. I have experienced so much of it where I really do feel like I'm living so much freer and lighter than I was when um, I started the journey. But it's also this continuation of knowing that I'm not finished and he will continue um, as I follow him. He'll continue to offer that freedom and lightness. I use the word quiet confidence. That's like just been the desire of my heart is to feel quietly confident on the inside. Not like, um, not like you're treading water and up above you like feel good, but underneath your legs are just going so frantically. I feel like that is how I've lived so much of my life. And instead it's like just acknowledging that he's right there and I don't have to be so frantic. And there's just so much peace um, that can happen in your soul when, when that is like the way that you are living. So that's what I'm learning and practicing. And that's what I share in the book. And I just hope that it is an encouragement and a deep breath to other women. Um, and maybe a man here, there, but mostly women who just feel so tired. Their soul is tired. I think a lot of women, um, are really struggling with that. Um, especially in these, these days that we're living in. So what I'd love to do is I would love to close this out and just ask you to pray for the weary woman. Um, and, and we'll just close things there. Oh, Lord, you are so good. And you know exactly the women who are listening to this. You see her, you know her, you know that she's so tired. And Lord, just give her um, the trust that she 
that she can share that with you, that she can admit that. And Lord, you are so good when you stir that up in us. It is just you wanting us to grow and you wanting us, wanting to give us such good things like peace and security and freedom. And so Lord, I just pray a blessing on the women who just feel like maybe that little thing happening inside of them right now. Um, Lord, just don't let them push it away. Give them people to surround them and good teachers to help them to pursue the work that they can do. Um, in following you and learning more about you and learning how to live freely and lightly. I am just so thankful for that invitation. And I just pray a blessing on the women who are listening. Um, Lord, will you help us to, to trust you, to know that you are good and to be able to look into the world and see your beauty and then to capture it and to share it with others. Um, I'm just so thankful for you and for the work that you do in our lives. And we pray this in your son's precious name. Amen. 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 Well, Emily, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure getting to know you better. We will put links to everything in the show notes so that people can find you and your book and all of the beautiful art that you are creating. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love this conversation. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there. 